Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. My audience is large enough now to where it's the equivalent of crowdsourcing things, meaning that my audience doesn't miss anything. Somebody out there will catch it. Bob sent me notes to Steve. Do you remember that video you did about turn signals in Indiana back in 2020? <laughs> They've updated the law to fix that problem. And my first thought was turn signals in Indiana. Hmm. I looked it up back in 2020, March 10th of 2020, March 10th of 2020. Uh, the front end of COVID, obviously. Episode 6.348, turn signals in a roundabout. Turn signals in a roundabout. I was talking about how in Indiana there was an issue with how turn signals were defined in the statutes and how you were supposed to use them. And the length of time you spent in a roundabout might not give you enough time to use your turn signals to get out of the roundabout. And most people don't even think they should be using their turn signals in a roundabout because it's such a short period of time you spend in there. But that was the conflict, the way the law was written, and of course, along come roundabouts. So Bob said, Steve, check out the story. They fixed the problem in Indiana. The reminder from WANE, new turn signal law in effect in Indiana. Matt Christie wrote this. A new turn signal law went into effect at the start of the new year that chops out a specific measured distance in which a turn signal is required to be used before a turn. Previously, Indiana law required vehicles to signal 200 feet before a turn or lane change, or 300 feet if they're traveling more than 50 miles per hour. So follow along. Under the old law, you're driving down the road and you're changing lanes. 300 feet before you change the lane at 55 miles per hour, you're supposed to turn on your turn signal. 300 feet. Lawmakers argued that those specific distances were constantly broken, with some city blocks shorter than 200 feet from intersection to intersection. And police argued the specific distances made the law hard to enforce. Lawrence Police Chief Gary Woodruff previously asked, was that 170 feet or was that 230 feet? Are we breakout tape measures? What are we doing here? He said, that's asking an awful lot of an officer in a dynamic environment in a fluid environment. <laughs> dynamic and fluid. House Enrolled Act 1167, sponsored by Representative Jim Pressel, axes the specified distance, replacing it instead with a mandate that motorists merely signal before making a lane turn and do so safely. They must do it safely. So they have to signal and do it safely. No specific distance is given for what constitutes a safe turn or lane change, opting instead for signaling at a reasonable time before committing the turn, or lane change. Now, I had a professor in law school, one of the most intelligent people I've ever encountered. Guy was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And on one of the first days of class, he said, anytime you see the word reasonable in a statute, run. <laughs> and what he's getting at was, when you put the word reasonable in there, now it's actually more difficult in some situations to follow because what does that mean? And if we consider that it is a dynamic and fluid environment, what is reasonable to you might be different than reasonable to them, which might be different than the reasonable to a police officer. So as you can imagine, if you had 12 people, a jury, watching a change being, you know, a lane change happening in traffic, you might get them to vote and say, was that reasonable or not? They may agree, they might not agree, right? A group of people might agree on that. 
What we're worried about is you're driving down the road, you hit your turn signal, you turn, and a police officer wants to pull you over. Well, they can pull you over and say, yeah, you used your turn signal inappropriately. There wasn't reasonable. Wasn't, well, what's reasonable? And it becomes the opinion of the police officer that what you're doing wasn't reasonable. They can write you a ticket for that. Then you got to go into a court and argue to a judge or somebody else that what you did was reasonable. And what is reasonable? And so I agree that saying 200 feet may have been hard to enforce because who knows what 200 feet is. I mean, the average person, if you gave them a piece of chalk and said, here's an X, walk 200 feet and draw an X. If you had 12 people do that, you get 12 different chalk marks up there. Nowhere near each other. Some would be off by ridiculous amounts. But at least it was a bright line. So I'm not saying I disagree with the law. I'm really pointing out that as the law changes, other problems do arise. Previously, some people in Indiana criticized the change, saying it could just lead to more drivers neglecting to use their turn signal. Well, not using one at all would obviously be a violation of the law. You must use a turn signal and signal within a reasonable distance. You still have to signal. It's just you don't have to do it within the 200 or 300 feet. Uh, let's enforce it. Let's make people do it, not make it easier not to do it, uh, said one man. House Enrolled Act 1167 was approved in a 69-2 vote by the House and later unanimously by the Senate. Unlike most laws which go into effect on July 1st, this act was authorized to go into effect on January 1 of this year. Uh, records show that the bill was signed into law March 14th of 2022. So, the law actually got passed a few months ago, but it became official the first of this year. And so the original video I did was about the idea of roundabouts. And I like roundabouts. And roundabouts are coming to Michigan. We have quite a few of them now. And um, we didn't have them until relatively recently, I'll say. But I've also been in other places where they're quite common, okay, so they're common in Europe, for instance. Uh, they're also common on some islands in the Caribbean. And if you want to mess with your head as an American, <laughs> go someplace they drive on the wrong side of the road and go through a roundabout. And and you because simply driving on the wrong side of the road, okay, you know, an American driving on the left hand side of the road, uh, that that you have to keep telling yourself, stay here, stay here, stay here, <laughs> stay here, stay here. But, but then you got to figure out the roundabout thing as to how, how, how you enter, which way you look for traffic and all that. And, and now, it, 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 trust me, it's nerve-wracking. And I've done it. It's nerve-wracking. Uh, but the thing about roundabouts is, is that they do confuse a lot of people. And they confuse a lot of people who don't know what they're supposed to do at a roundabout. And I'm not quite sure what they could do to educate people short of like running public service announcements. And strangely, I've not seen any. I've not seen any PSAs in Michigan as to how you should behave in a roundabout. And so there's a roundabout. I know of the closest one to my house, a few miles away. And I sometimes avoid it on busy mornings because I know that it only takes one idiot from my direction to screw things up. Because what they'll do is they'll come to the roundabout and they'll stop. And I've seen people stop at a roundabout with no one in it. They, they treat the yield sign as if it's a stop sign. And now I understand you're going to say, Steve, they got to be really stupid. They don't realize that a yield sign means yield and not stop. 
But they're confused because, well, there's a yield sign, but there's a roundabout. What's this roundabout all about? What's up with that? (laughs) I like roundabouts. I do. I just dislike how many people don't know how they work. I've also seen at the same roundabout where somebody is in the roundabout and they'll stop to let someone in. Forgetting that you passed a yield sign to get into the roundabout, the person you're letting in is also at a yield sign. So you don't need to stop to let them in because they have to yield to you. So I don't know whether there's a solution to this or if it's simply something that eventually people will understand. But I've seen crazy stuff around about but the people who stop to enter them when they're empty or stop inside them to let other people in. And also, heaven forbid, it's a two-lane roundabout. And then you got all kinds of stuff happening in there, which, which is just madness and, and, you know, of biblical proportions. But what the problem was in the original video, episode 6.348, back in March 2020, was that the law saying that you had to signal 200 feet before your change or your turn meant that if you entered a roundabout and you were going to go all the way around and exit over here. So let's suppose you enter the roundabout at 6 o'clock assuming it's a clock face, you drive past three, past noon, down to nine, and you exit at nine o'clock. Well, depending on the size of the roundabout, you may have to turn your signal on to indicate that you're turning into the roundabout. And then you've got to turn your signal on to indicate you're exiting the roundabout. But you may have to turn your signal on before at least one of those outlets and possibly two of the outlets. So that as you're approaching an outlet... Somebody who's looking to come in and is yielding to you might go, oh, they're turning, they're exiting. And that would cause confusion. So that was the confusion caused by this hard and fast lane change and or turn signal use law. But it appeared to primarily be a problem in roundabouts. And so they could have said, well, this law does not apply to a car in a roundabout. But as they pointed out, there are some cities with blocks that are shorter than 200 feet. And so you may have to turn your signal on legally then to indicate you're turning here, but not here. And how would somebody behind you know that you are not turning here? And how would somebody at this intersection not know? Because as they see you coming, they see your turn signal, they might assume that they can pull out in front of you. And that's another thing. How many people don't use their turn signals to indicate they're turning? And I know a lot of people go, well, I'm only using my turn signal if someone's behind me. But I also know of an intersection not far from my house where there's a T-stop. And I come to the T-stop, and I've got to hang a left. Cars are coming from my right who also may or may not be turning left. If they are going to slow down and turn left, I can pull out in front of them and go. But many of them don't turn on their turn signals at all, or they turn them on when they get to the intersection. Or sometimes people with no turn signals on might be going straight. And so it's gotten to the point now where unless I can actually see someone's slowing down and turn down their turn signal way back there, that I can pull out and go. But I've had it happen way too many times where somebody's cruising along, cruising along, no turn signal, and they turn right there. And if they'd had their turn signal on, I could have gotten out. And it's a bad intersection, meaning that you can get stuck there for five or 10 minutes uh, sometimes the day because there's a middle school over that way, and a lot of the parents pick up their kids and drive by here and don't use their turn signals the way they ought to. And yes, it upsets me. <laughs> but at least they're not tying up the roundabout that's a couple miles over the other way. So there you go. But this is, I think, a good thing. 
We'll see. Uh, of course, I'm not in Indiana, so it doesn't affect me directly. But if I pass through Indiana, it would. But there's a reminder now that the new turn signal law went into effect in Indiana on the 1st of this year. And under the new law, you must signal before changing lanes or turning, and you must signal a reasonable distance from your turn or your lane change. The question is, what is reasonable? Obviously, that can be abused, but we'll see what happens. Bob Sennett, thanks a lot. W-A-N-E reported that. Matt Christie wrote it. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There's no such thing as soy milk. It's soy juice.